Blog Talk Radio.
Soul Talk LLC. Welcome. Come on in. And of course, if you're tuning in on Blog Talk Radio, you can dial into the show at 323 870 Again, that's 323 323- Eight seven zero four three seven five. Press one to join. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, things you want us to talk about on the show, you can email us at hst at ttlomedia dot net. Again, that's hst at ttlomedia dot net. And you can follow us on all social media platforms at Healthy Soul Talk. All right. All one word. Again, you're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Come on in, and as you come in, go ahead and give us some hearts, thumbs up, um, share, 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 or pull someone alongside of you. Um, I feel like this evening is going to be very uh, insightful as well as, you know, having this open, vulnerable discussion. And so, as always, we like your questions, your comments, and just whatever feedback uh, contribution that you have. All right. Um, all right. So, 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 you know, I have some partners in here. Um, good evening, great people. Hey. My, my wonderful producers. What's going on? Not much. <laughs> have you have you returned back to the campus yet? The Can school? we talk about yes? You were yeah, like we, a we six have, week um, break. We have really six weeks. Six years. <laughs> yeah. Uh we we were we are back uh in the building. My class officially comes back on Monday. Monday. So okay. we've been we've been in we've been in the prepping the room phase. Did you get your chair? My chair. Isn't there a chair or a corner you said they took out? Oh yeah, I'm good. My spot is yeah, my my I'm my corner of the room is solidified and um is six feet away from everybody. <laughs> uh actually my corner about ten eleven feet away from everybody. Ten eleven. Ten eleven feet away from everybody. And uh we're we're and my classroom partners, they 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 like their 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 seats. Okay. Because uh, we have a para in the classroom as well. Oh, so oh, got it. Yes, yeah, so there's three adults okay. in my classroom. And um, so, yeah, we're good to go, though. We're, we're, okay. we're, we're ready. And uh, Monday, Monday. Uh, I get nine children back nine. on Monday. Nine. Okay. Nine family members agreed to send their kids back. I have not looked at the waiting list lately, but we only had nine. We only have room for one more spot because oh, we can only ten. do ten. Got it. Ten, okay. maybe twelve. But the way our room is set up, it's literally, we, I set it up for ten. So we ain't getting, ain't no more. So so no extra. You didn't, uh-uh. you didn't accommodate. Can't even do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I I hope that those who return, um, really, you know, I I think it's gonna be different. But you got it right. I don't know. I wonder how the kids feel. Yeah. I, you I, know, if they'll be able to, because it's exciting, right? I think that. You know, in my conversations, because I have fifth and sixth graders, okay. I talked to a, the other sixth grade class, mm-hmm. and some of them wanted to come back. Their moms, um, their moms did not want them. Their parents did not want them to come back, even oh, though the children were ready it. to come back. All right. Yeah. Especially okay. the older, more the, if you can say mature with a sixth grader, mm-hmm. but the more mature sixth graders, they they definitely wanted to come back. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep in, checking in and mm-hmm. how you holding up. Right. Yeah, thank you. Have I about appreciate 30, that. A month left. You get. You all get out in May. June. J- June. No, we got forty. Uh, 
60 some odd days of school left. Okay. 30 of those are in person. All right. Cause we're, so we, so we started hybrid. Got it. And hi, so we, I only have live classes in person two days mm-hmm. a week. Two days a week. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. Miss Tanya, how are you? I'm well. I'm... <laughs> yes, all right. Good stuff. <laughs> Guess we all get scared when I'm well. It's <laughs> 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 all good. Somebody has to be the, you know, laid back, relaxed one up <laughs> in here. All right. So let's thank you for tuning in. You're tuning in live uh, to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with Dr. Thomas. Um, and so uh, thank you for tuning in. And of course, we look for engagement and any comments, feedback you have. So let, let's let's go right in because, you know, it's, we are living in a trying time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I have been, of course, for me, right, the, mm-hmm. since the onset of the pandemic, obviously, therapy and, you know, the intensity of the work has magnified, mm-hmm. but uh, layered that on with the social unrest and um, political unrest and the continued cultural issues that we have, it is overwhelming emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, all of that stuff. And so, um, you know, particularly um, between, you know, the onset of 21, I think everybody was looking for a shift. Yes. Um, I really felt that. It, it was like we were amping it up and just like, okay, 2020 is over. You know, let's just new year, right? Do things different, recover, um, be well. And I declare, <laughs> um, you, things in the world has, has paused me. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think for me, um, and we, leading into the spiritual connect point here. Um, I always stayed engaged with um, uh, Bible study groups at my church. So, so, you know, we have a few things going on there and Mm -hmm. um, helping people clinically, those who look for spiritual counseling. So we we get a chance to talk about their spirituality and praying and, Mm -hmm. you know, what they pray for and how, and just questions they have right spiritually. And so Mm -hmm. I embrace those experiences all the time. And I, I, I knew I know that praying um, had had components of crying out to God, right? Okay. In pain, like it hurts. And, and I I was just with clients or or just members, sisters at church, you know, be very specific with your prayers, right? Because if it hurts, mm. it hurts, right? If you feel like it's unbearable, tell God. Yes. Right, it's unbearable, and, and you know that's that was the the zone that I was in in 2020. So much grief, loss, just continue issue after issue, and just this roller coaster. And so I thought about like right now, um, is so much going on that people are are breaking down. Right, people are um, they don't know what to do or what to say. Mm-hmm. Right, when they pray, and, and I I hear people questioning why pray, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If God, you know, if he knows all and hears all, then, you know, what's up, right? Basically mm-hmm. what's happening. And so I thought about this question because it hurts, right? And, mm-hmm. and I hear people questioning the existence of God 
and, and whether or not they should continue to worship God when things happen, and specifically all these tragedies, mm-hmm. right? Um, all these tragedies, uh, violent deaths, our kids being just uh, like a vapor, you know, being taken away in the grief stricken families, grief stricken communities. And that's on top of what we've already lost. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put this question out here. How do we pray with God, right? In the midst of pain, mm. right? You, you, you know, my mind went to, um, as I was thinking about this question, you know, how um, on social media or news outlets, we, 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 we see people breaking down, like you hear and see the pain, and they they are mentioning right, you know, God help me. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. they're in it, and um, I, I think about like, okay, how how do you pray, right? Mm-hmm. How do you pray, um, where you 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 don't curse God, right? Mm. How do you pray, mm-hmm. and you don't complain, but you pursue relationship, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. with God in terms of okay, can I go to God in, in an authentic prayer with the pain that I feel? Can I tell him how hurt I am, mm-hmm. right? Can, can I even tell him, like, okay, I need you to take this away. Like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. And so the word lament. Did I say that right, Dr. King? Yeah, you didn't say lament. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm going to get this word right because, uh, you know, I know lamentations right. in the Bible. Right. But um, there we go. And to be honest with you, um, this word mm-hmm. is new to me mm-hmm. in terms of it being relevant now. Okay. I mean, I've always prayed the prayers, right, of yeah. when I was grief-stricken, the pain, right, even repenting, right, feeling feeling the sorrow, right, uh, between me and God. And, and I never put this word with it. I kind of already, I kind of put it with physical Mm-hmm. Right, because that was kind of how it was brought or taught to me, um, which was still recently. Right, mm-hmm. so so I put that out there, you know, to share how um, there is a such thing as lament prayers, right, mm-hmm. and and it is okay to pray with God mm-hmm. in your pain, right, and and you know, asking it's okay to ask questions, mm-hmm. right, you know. Um, where where are you, God? Right? Mm-hmm. Why is this so hard for me to, you know, deal with? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I even get through what just happened? Like, I, I feel like we need to know, even as Christians, that there is such a prayer. Mm. Mm. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not complaining like, okay, you know, I'm tired of this and you, you always, no, that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. This is a petition. This is a God, my heart is broken. Mm-hmm. Right? But but I feel like we don't push that enough. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so people run from God. People mm-hmm. turn away from God mm-hmm. because they, they really don't know or it hasn't been uh, pushed out there. That, you know, the Old Testament specifically is <laughs> <laughs> full of those prayers. Yes. Right? And, and I don't know, and, and I, I, you know, I, my note here says, this is all you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, when she forwarded me the text message, I'm like, that do say, why does it say this is all me? <laughs> because I, the term for me, mm-hmm. right, and, and attributed it back to limitations, and I know they 
the main book is Psalms, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm, that's I one just, of them. I, I just feel like the the explaining of, right, the mm-hmm. explaining of the relevancy of lament prayers, the power in it, right, and, and why you should and, and what <clears throat> to expect, right, mm-hmm. ultimately out of it, like the purpose, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. of it, so so that those of us who, who include me, like, uh, don't feel like um, it's, it's prohibited or limited, right, that we're limited in how we express our grief, right, our sorrows, our pain, right, to God, so, so, because, because I've always, and, and I'm going to let you come in here, good. it's like, um, if they equated with like don't don't go to God just complaining. Like I heard that more, mm-hmm. right? And so then don't let that be the only time you talk to God right. when there's a complaint, yeah. right? And they said like complaint, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, okay, so so how do you distinguish? Or or for some of us, we just didn't question, we just didn't, right? Mm-hmm. So so if I was feeling some type of way, I didn't bring that to God because you said you know that prayer is not uh, what did I say appropriate. Mm. Right. And I'm like, well, right now, all of us on, are on our knees for something. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I, there is no way around not <laughs> mm. talking to God about the pain mm-hmm. in this life. Right. The the suffering, the stress. Mm-hmm. Right. The the one thing after if it ain't one thing, every day is something new that's tragic. And somebody needs to know how to pray. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm gonna give it to you right there because I I just feel like I'm running <laughs> at this. Like, that's kind of where I. No, you're good. You're, so. you're you're on the right you're on the right path. Um, I I would. There's a lot to go there, but um, I can. I can give it to you in a, in in a, in I'll I'll keep it Reader's Digest version as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, when when people are in pain the 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 first thing that we do a lot of times as children in pain we cry okay that's what that's that's the normal thing we cry for need uh we cry out of hunger we cry uh and in pain mm-hmm. uh and then we 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 sometimes cry when we are and then the other one is sadness so those are the points of, of there. So that, let's move beyond that. So then when it comes to, um, to praying while in pain, you mentioned the Old Testament. You mentioned Psalms. It, is, it, 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 is, it flows throughout the Psalms quite often, um, this issue of praying um, in, in, in lament, so to speak. Okay. Uh, that's mentioned quite often in Psalms. Uh, I believe in Psalm 40, uh, mm-hmm. David said, uh, be, pleased, uh, be pleased, Lord. Uh, deliver me and make haste to help me. Meaning, get here quick. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm in the midst of pain. Uh, Psalm 18 says something about in my distress, I called upon the Lord, and 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 I cried to God for help mm-hmm. in in distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalm 27. Hear, O Lord, uh, my when I cry aloud. Right. And yeah. then and yeah. then Psalm 28. Hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help. Those are um, those are the prayers, not of uh, a super Christian. Those are not the prayers of somebody who uh, has a great, great relationship with God. But those are the hum- yeah. that's the humanity of what pra- what prayer comes from. I like that. 
It's 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 because we can relate to all of those situations. Right. Doesn't matter our demographic. Doesn't matter our uh, uh, financial status. Uh, doesn't matter our, our our job. We could be a janitor or CEO. Uh, we all know as a human what it means to suffer. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. so when we get there, if you go, you use the word lament, and if anybody doesn't understand, lament can be simply defined as a crying out in grief. Yes. Crying out in grief or, 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 or yelling while I'm in, you know, looking for, uh, uh, it's a way to express, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, uh, sorrow. Mm-hmm. Sorrow, sorrow, sorrow. Mm-hmm. Or, or to mourn, right? To mourn, yes. Yeah, so, so that's the Old Testament. But then even in the New Testament, in, um, in the book of uh, Hebrews, Okay. In the book of Hebrews, in, in Hebrews 4, I believe it is, Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, uh, it says, for we have not a high priest uh, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Then it says, let us come therefore boldly okay. upon the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Now, that could be a little extra for some people because, you know, I get it. That's why I like to go to Old Message Bible. Let me read the message version of the New <laughs> Testament, and then, I'm, and then I'll, 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 I'll leave it alone. He says, uh, uh, he's been through weakness and testing and experienced all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is ready to give. Take the mercy and accept the help. So... When we talk about praying while in pain, we gotta we have to learn how to recognize that um, there is you cannot separate the two. Prayer and pain a lot of times go hand in hand. Mm. Okay. Prayer and pain. Uh, I, I know you're like, huh? Prayer no, and I pain. Hear you. I, I like it. A <laughs> lot of times go hand in hand. You cannot there there is there is there is a there is a route or a place where pain and prayer often travel together yes okay so 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 when you when you have a situation where uh, a lot of times when you remove the pain aspect a lot of our prayers become uh um canned mm. okay. can, I, can i use the term canned yeah yes. canned or um or uh um uh dry yeah. Complacent. Okay. Superficial. Apathetic. Yeah. Just yeah. not real, you know. But then when pain comes, mm-hmm. those prayers sometimes have a new renewed passion behind them. Right. Right? Uh um, you know, the uh pain and 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 uh look at it this way. Pain and prayer a lot of times take turns on who's driving. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they take turns on who's mm-hmm. driving. Yeah. So, so when you are in pain, when you're in, when, when, when there is no pain, a lot of times our prayers, we have to have that same amount of passion praying when we don't have pain Got it. as we would, as if we didn't, Okay. because then it does appear that we only talk to God when we're in need, but how often do we pray when we're not? So your question comes back to how do we pray when we're in pain is a few things, is a few things or a few ways uh, uh, you can do that. The, the, the first thing we need to remember is that God cares, for, that God cares about what we're going through. Okay. That's the first thing. Because in Peter, he said, give all your cares to God because he cares about you. So that's what he said in first Peter. Get, turn it all over to him mm-hmm. because he cares about you. Then you talked about, you, you mentioned about being specific in our prayers. 
Yes. You mentioned being specific. Because a lot of times we just pray and we're never specific. Right. Even when Jesus was speaking to people, when Jesus was doing specific miracles, he was specific. When Jesus told Lazarus to come forward, he didn't just say, hey, dead, come out, Mm -hmm. because everybody that was in the tomb would have got up. (laughs) So he had to be specific. Yeah. So so we have to learn how to be completely honest with God. Be completely honest with him. In in, in Psalm uh, 142. Uh-huh. Somewhere up in there, he talks about, I pour all my complaints before him and I tell him all my trouble. Mm-hmm. I tell him everything that I got going on. So if, so that, 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 that's the other part. Then when you move past that, then when you, 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 then sometimes the pain is to a point where you don't have the words. Mm-hmm. So then when you don't mm-hmm. have the words, now... That's when that Lord have mercy come out. Come on now. That's exactly. <laughs> and that's when you have to lean more into Holy yeah. Spirit and then yeah. Scripture. So a lot of times when you don't have the words to say, when you, don't, when you don't have the eloquent words to say, that's when you have to go back and pray Scripture back to God. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. where that you said, Lord, you would never leave me nor forsake me because you said it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it. I'm, I'm, that's, and, and, mm-hmm. and God loves when we speak his word back to him. Mm. So, so we have to we have to learn to talk back to God using His own words. Unlike our parents, you know, we could never tell our parents, "Mama, you said when you got your check." Let me help somebody. <laughs> you said when you got your stimulus, stimulus, your stimulus <laughs> that we was gonna do this, and Mama done ran through the money. And then you know, if you go back to your mom and say, "Well, Mama, you said you know, as I ten, you end up getting sent to your room, or you may yeah. end up you yeah. know with a loose tooth." A loose tooth. Somebody said, no, uh-huh. look at your neighbor and say loose tooth. Uh-huh. But then with God, God likes right. when we say what you said. Mm. God, you said these words. Yes. Lord, you said. So, yeah. so, so then at the end of the prayer, the last thing I would give you is in the midst of praying for all of those things while in pain is to say thank you. Mm. At the end to say thank you. Tell God what you need, but then thank him. For all that he's already done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, and I, I think I think that helps us throughout that process. Now, nothing that I said is going to take the pain away as soon as you get done. Right, and 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 that's that's why I was going next. Right? Yes. Because Felicia, Felicia, hey Felicia, how you doing? Welcome, hey Marveline, thank you uh, for for joining us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicia says prayers are just an intimate conversation with our Father, mm. and and. and that's that's where um, I, I think because we're in the midst of our emotions and, mm-hmm. and uh, desperation, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just say that desperation. Mm-hmm. We we we've been okay. When you pray, expect something to happen, mm-hmm. right? You know, we hear that, right? When you pray, right? Expect. Mm-hmm. When you pray, expect. So so we apply that to our pain, right? When you yes. pray, expect. Yeah. And so what what's missing, you know, a lot of times is. Is, is your prayer should also include listening to God. Absolutely. Right? Because we, we tend to pour it all out, pour it all out, scream, yell, cry, and it's like, amen, we're done. We, you know, and we feel the same, right? Because going back to what you said, like, okay, why don't I feel better? Like, God, you said, you know, if I just prayed about it, you would do X, Y, Z, and I don't see you. I don't, you know, I don't feel you, but you didn't stay there. That feeling right? of relief comes with maturity. Mm. So an immature Christian, when I say immature, meaning you don't have 
great relationship with God. You know him, but you have, but your level of trust mm-hmm. is not where it should be. Your level of faith is yet to be where it should be. So when you pray your prayers, when an immature Christian or a, 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 a limited faith Christian prays, mm-hmm. they still get up feeling the same way. But when your faith, when 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 you when when your faith has been tested, mm-hmm. and you have right relationship with God, you say, "I'm going down on my knees," and I recognize that not only before I get here, God already knows what I want. Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm and so now I pray with expectation that before I get up off my knees, I feel like I might want to preach. But <laughs> I, when I get up off my knees. That he's already working on my behalf. Yes. So 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 now I can get up and and the burden is a little bit lighter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I know I've turned it over to him. It's kind of like when you when you when you feel like uh, 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 you feel ill but you don't know what it is. Yes. And 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 so you have this anxious this this anxiety mm-hmm. until you get to the doctor and now at the doctor's office they taking your blood pressure and your blood pressure is high not because it's high but because you're nervous right. and then you right. sit there right. but but you feel right. like well this is what it is. Yeah. And so now it's like, "Whoa, I made it to the doctor." Yeah. And then now you, you because you feel like I've given it over to somebody who should have an answer. So now now that's man now we're mm-hmm. talking spirit. So mm-hmm. now I've talked to the one who I know can fix anything. Right. So, so, so because I have, I'm in right relationship with him, I'm going to feel better, uh, at least on a spiritual level. Right. My spirit, right. the burden on my spirit is light. Oh, my yeah. body might still be in pain, yeah. but the yeah. burden on my spirit is light. Yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. And, and things, things are Things don't resolve itself mm-hmm. uh, instant, mm-hmm. instantly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm sharing this because we, we're living in a time, we're going to get into talking about trauma in a minute, mm. where the healing that needs to take place now mm-hmm. is so great, mm. right, but complicated. Wow. You know, and, and so... We talk about these different uh, elements of life that make us who we are, mm-hmm. right? Emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, right? Spiritually, all these different components that make up who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, healing, right, is a very complex process right now. And it's overwhelming, you know, but, but you, you have to look at it as, you know, how are some people surviving through ongoing trauma, ongoing pain. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, some, right? We are human who are not making it, Mm. right? And and I say that from a range of suicide, right? Completed suicide Mm -hmm. to being hospitalized, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For prolonged periods of time. Mm -hmm. And so we have to take a look at this, right? We have to take Mm -hmm. a look because healing actually is a, needs to be applied to our children. I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, the thing that's not sitting well with me at all mm-hmm. is how some of our, so many of our children are losing classmates. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the need for our children, right. To heal 
mm-hmm. is demanding and it's, and it's increasing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, how, if, if you're not intact already, right, mm-hmm. because we know as adults, we, we've been around long enough to know mm-hmm. that, you know, we understand death, right? We understand the violence that continue to plague our community. Mm-hmm. But we have generations with the nest that are not being given the opportunity right to develop later in life to even understand the magnitude of such a grief mm-hmm. right and so it's overwhelming I, and, and we have to talk about this because the question is how do we survive mm-hmm. what is happening now in our communities emotionally mentally and spiritually mm. right with with, with without the continued because there's there's a, a consequence to this mm-hmm. right you know there's a con I, I, you know i'm gonna put aside the lifestyle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of of, of okay. know, some members of our community that's good because at the end of the day mm-hmm. the heartbreak that comes with whether or not something you did directly contributed to the tragedy mm-hmm. you have to live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And what what comes to my mind is if we opened up everybody's closet. Come on now. Right? And exposed everything that you've been trying to hide. You didn't want nobody to know, but mm-hmm. since you you've been delivered and you uh-huh. stayed in your deliverance. Uh-huh. Right? All of a sudden we can cast, we can throw stones. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get it. I get it. We were tired. You know, we're fed up, but at the end of the day, that's separate from the grief. That's that's separate from the heart. Because when you say, well, how can we stop going in circles with the violence, Mm -hmm. right? Because now it's an eye for an eye, Mm -hmm. you know, and and whoever, whoever's next that you love is next. Mm -hmm. We don't care. That's pain. That's revenge. Mm -hmm. That's vengeance. Right? That, Mm -hmm. That this is what we're in a war all driven on emotion. Mm. We're, we're in a war. Mm-hmm. You you shot my boy, so I'm going to shoot your mama. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at this point, we're, we're losing. We're, 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 so, we're shooting. We're shooting innocent people mm-hmm. because we're, we, we are, it's almost like a shortage. Yeah. That's so hard to even say because now the target has expanded. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the the cycle of violence, the cycle of pain, the, the it ne it didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So somebody somebody, something that started fifty years ago is still going on. My my my. You you know what I'm saying? Something something that just you know in our culture we need to understand you know unless we have healing unless we have restoration mm-hmm. right uh, unless we have this outlet where we fully understand right mm-hmm. where 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 this is it's only going to get worse in the sense of the grief because mm. somebody right now was mad. Mm-hmm. And somebody right now is planning revenge. Mm. How do I know? Because every time I look up, something on my timeline. Yeah. Right? In the same area. Mm-hmm. Down the street. Mm-hmm. Across town. Mm-hmm. 
So so when you think about this whole concept, okay, did, didn't we just have this tragedy, little girl, seven years old? Mm-hmm. We didn't press pause on the shooting? Mm. No. Because somebody said, I got you. Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 and it's like that. that's just one piece of it. Mm-hmm. Right? We still have people people being lost to domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Right? COVID. Right? Uh, 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 um, parents on children, children on parents. I mean, we, we're plagued. We're plagued here. And it's like, oh, God. Hmm. We need you in the midst of. Right? And, and, and people need to know that, that, that God is still here. Mm-hmm. And we all need to tap into Right and, and be unified, and so you know it, it's just this. This is hard. It, it is. It's hard. You know uh, how do how does the body of Christ right say okay? How do we even, how do how do we go out now? Because I ain't seen nobody. Mm. And I said ain't <laughs> nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. Get no microphone and pray. Mm-hmm. Right foot over the tragedies that's happened. Mm-hmm. We, we're blasting it, right? We, 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 we're sharing so-and-so got killed. We're sharing, right, mm-hmm. all these, you know, shootings, right? But, but no, nobody's on here saying, let, let, let's, let's pray, right? And, mm-hmm. and I mean that in the sense of on social media, right? And I'm talking specifically for the family, not, <laughs> not us. Right, mm-hmm. who who you know? It's easy to pray for us, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're we're doing everything we can to survive. But there there's a there's there are people who are lost. It, it'll be nice if we can pray on their behalf. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be nice if we can pray for restoration to give these young men right the discernment that they need. It'd be nice, right, to pray that they find right help and heal. It'd be nice, right, if we could pray for the young ladies, right, mm-hmm. who, who who are fighting, right, and, and, and the violence is, is rampant. It'd be nice mm-hmm. if we can actually pray down in the valley. Yeah. You know, can can we just go to the valley? Because <laughs> that's, that's what a real, that's what a real impact of the trauma is, is in the valley. A lot of times, what I what I learned in the time that I was, and you can help me out. I don't know how many years I've been over here since eighteen, so I would have stopped in eighteen. So um, from twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, uh, all the way up through twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, I was working with this group called Stop the Violence. Uh, on the west side of Chicago, STV. And um, part of what we did was we took over the corner on Central and Madison on the west side of Chicago. Uh, and that's what we were out there doing. We were praying for people. And one, and one of the people from the West Side Health Authority made the comment in one of the meetings. He was saying that our children, our people rather, are walking around with PTSD. Absolutely. And so one of the things we, we, a lot of times you're out there and, you know, people want to, some people will say, yeah, you can pray for me. But 
some of the most difficult ones were when the young brothers would come up and say, hey, can you pray for me? And we'd be like, absolutely. And he said, because uh, I might not be here tomorrow. And you know, and and then you know, then the, you, you, and then you know, all of a sudden you come out of your out of your your collar, you know, and your your robe, and you say, "Well, huh?" Yeah. You know, you yeah. say, "Wait a minute now." I say, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, man," because I'm. And then and then so now, you know, that but that kid said, "Pray for me." Yes. He didn't ask you for nothing else. So we have to be cognizant mm, and, and, and of what they asked for. Right. And, and, and kind of stick to that. First, do what they asked you for and then try to do something else. But at least if I'm hungry, feed me first mm-hmm. before you give me the pamphlet. Mm-hmm. Right. Or before you point yeah. me to yeah, this or that. If my stomach is growling, I don't want to hear about your Jesus. Can I get a hot dog first? Y'all pass now hot dogs over here. Can I get one of them first? Yeah. So we had, yeah. to, you know, and people had to learn, you know, it's like. Even if people don't want prayer, let, they can still get a hot dog. You can still get a bag of popcorn. You can still get a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. And then go on back to bed. And a lot of times that's what happened. But those people who stuck around, when we would make at the end of the night, we would make a large prayer circle right on the, right on the middle of, of Central and Madison, a large prayer circle, blocking the street. The police would let us do it at the end. And we would sit there and we would pray. And that line got bigger and bigger as the summers went. Mm-hmm. And for that one hour mm-hmm. from 630 from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, there were no shootings in Austin. Got it. Got but it, it came right back at 7 p.m. So, so you're right. Mm-hmm. The prayers do need to be there, um, but they have to be authentic. And people have to, and, and, yeah. and, and people have to, like you said, when somebody says, pray for me, or when you ask, can I pray for you, be prepared to ask them, what do you, and they say, yes, yeah. what can I ask God? What can I go to God on your behalf about? I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. What can I go to God on your behalf about? And, and pray that they pray when they go home. Like, you know, if they're asking you for prayer, most likely they don't know how to pray or what to pray. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so why not in your prayer mm-hmm. ask God, right, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hear them? Right. And, and you you it's, it's almost like uh, we call it modeling. Right. Yeah. yeah. Counselor, where where you, you have 60 seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. As a mm-hmm. teachable moment mm-hmm. to teach this person how to pray. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you to just leave thinking that. You can't pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's Lord help. Me. I don't care if you repeat that 50 times. That's it. Right. You know, give them give them something right to walk away with. Like you got to keep praying now, right? Because because God hears everybody, yeah. <laughs> right? Fact. He hears everybody. You know, and and, and so that's kind of where I am. It's like, um, you know, and this is just from the spiritual aspect, right? It, it is. Let's not just look look at what's going on in our communities like it's a show. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, did you hear? Oh, we we doing a lot of commenting, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 not a lot of hey, I just want to send this prayer for this father. Mm-hmm. Cause guess what? We need to be praying. <laughs> we need to be praying for the kids of those other people. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So the prayers need to go up so the cycle, right? Yeah. The intervention can happen because revenge at this point. Right. We pray, pray for peace on the ones that were yes. injured. Yes. Because, yes. because it's easy. 
Because it's easy right? for vengeance to set yes. in on those to say, yes. I want to get, I want to get my get back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's anybody. That's anybody. Oh, absolutely. In the family. Anybody. Anybody. Okay, you know? I saved you all. So, so if we, if we're averaging, we're probably averaging maybe five, well, five to ten shootings a day. You being nice, but yeah, probably a day. Yeah, like a day. Probably right. Probably. How many people is that walking around bitter, angry, uh, a desperate? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how many people <laughs> need to be in the spirit realm as well. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's just that's where I am with this. Like, let's talk about what's really going on, right? We're living in chronic trauma, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I really tried hard to avoid this topic because I was gonna do some stuff over the summer. Is but is, I was like, I'm not gonna make it to the summer. Is there a working definition for chronic trauma, or is there something else behind the word? Is that a is that a is that a a, a a legitimate term? Yes, it is. Okay, so what's the... Is we have a, acute trauma and okay. chronic trauma. Okay. And, it, and, and it's in the real sense of, you know, acute is that one, you know, that's the incident. Got it. Right? Got it. Chronic is repeatedly happening. Right? Okay. It, it's ongoing. Okay. It's, and it doesn't matter what type of trauma it is, mm-hmm. right? So we have the pandemic. We mm-hmm. have the, the, the social unrest. Mm-hmm. We have the community violence. Mm-hmm. We have the domestic violence. We have uh, drug overdoses, mm-hmm. right? We, we have a lot of trauma, mm-hmm. right, that, that, that happens all the time, mm-hmm. right? We don't have one-time events, mm-hmm. right? We, we have ongoing. We have, we, we, it's, just, it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. that's going on in our community. And so we, 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 with that, right, um, so these terms, we, we're now putting it into where we clearly diagnose. Let me just sidebar okay. that for a moment, right? Okay. So when you say, is it relatively new? We, we have in the clinical realm said, okay, wait, right? Somebody could be suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder for something, from something that happened in their early, early teens mm-hmm. and still be traumatized mm-hmm. <laughs> right okay. now, right? Okay. So we're, we're adding, you know, to, to the past trauma that they've already experienced and now trying to manage indoors unaddressed, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just piling it on. Okay. Right. So so when we say chronic, that literally just mean means that we we you can potentially be a person who is always exposed to some type of trauma. Okay. All right. And there's an impact of that. Right. And and so uh, you know, we we've created this model called trauma informed care. Mm-hmm. Right. That's 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 why we are at this place. Right. Because we've now had to adjust to say, how do you how do you take care of communities that live in trauma? Mm. Mm. Right. When you say what what are the needs of our community mm-hmm. and we have communities that live in trauma mm-hmm. every day. What do you do? Hmm. What type of resources do they need? Right? Mm-hmm. Because if we know they already there's already depression, anxiety, right? A lot of substance use, mm-hmm. right? That's going to abuse. There's addiction, right? That, and, and we we can talk all day long which one causes what, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we mm-hmm. just know they they simultaneously exist, mm-hmm. right? To bipolar disorder. Even schizophrenia, right? People just tap out, disassociate, so mm-hmm. psychotic episodes. We have a lot in the, 
probably every disorder is in our community. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's more trauma than efforts of healing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you say, okay, well, what does that look like? Right? When, when you talk about trauma and, and the outcome, because trauma is the event. Right? Yes. Ongoing events. Right? Mm-hmm. It can be one time, multiple, long lasting. Right? So, so our, we can look at our, our violence in our community as long lasting rep- repetitive events. Mm-hmm. Does that make like some communities at this point every day somebody is killed? True. And it's been like that for ten plus years. Yeah. Yeah. There's a kid. There's a kid in in there's an eighth grader that probably can say since they've been at their school that they they they've heard somebody get killed every year. Yeah, we um. You know what I'm saying? We just had this. We we got a note over the weekend that one of our students' father figure mm-hmm. was shot, killed over the weekend, and it affected five mm-hmm. students at the school. So they haven't been in school all week. Right. So yeah. Right. You know, and, and so so we already know, right, that mm-hmm. that they're going to need long term care. Yeah. Trauma informed care. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they've been traumatized, right? Mm-hmm. So, so all these labels of ADHD, ADD, and all this kind of stuff. First thing we need to think about is what what has happened to them, mm-hmm. right? To even put this them in this state of being. And so, I just wanted to, you know, to kick off to this series is talking about, you know, the 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 impact of trauma. Like, what what does one experience, right, uh, as it relates to uh, being exposed to a traumatic event? And, you know, I just talked about earlier, like, you know, they're, they're, we can live in the community. And you, you may see well, some people who, who are walking around, they seem to be okay, mm-hmm. right? Or, or mm-hmm. they appear to be not as emotionally distressed, mm-hmm. right? Now, that may be the case, right? But that does not mean that they don't feel pain, okay? right? Because we're, we're all built different, right? Matter of fact, we know that, that it's, it's statistically proven, right, how you deal with with trauma right the the impact of trauma depends on you know who you are as a person right Mm -hmm. your characteristics right your developmental process right the Mm -hmm. meaning of the trauma to you so of course a family that's directly impacted right by the killing has a more intense response Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. than a member of society does Mm -hmm. that make sense but we can still be all impacted by that one event Right. Mm-hmm. And sociocultural factors. What I mean by that is those who desire to move mm-hmm. and, and find a better safety, a better safe place to live. And they can't because of their finance. OK, that's traumatic. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you wake up every day like, oh, here we go again. Right. And you're trying really, really hard. The pay is not there. Right. So, so you have all these added layers. Right. Of stress that keeps reminding you. Mm hmm right, of the trauma you, you just experienced. When you can't remove yourself from the environment yeah. that has traumatized you or that keeps traumatizing you, that's a rough one. Yeah. How are you supposed to heal when, when your finances just always remind you? Wow. Right? Wow. Uh, of the circumstance that you're living in. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so so I want to kick it off with uh, uh, talking about just, just, just briefly here. The first is reactions to trauma from an emotional standpoint. Right. Okay. And so, so we, we know that trauma is, is any event that causes um, an emotional, physical reaction, right? Whether that's short term or, or you know, a long term 
uh, where where the impact um, is more evident, right, uh, months, days, or years from now, right? So the immediate emotional reactions to trauma include numbness and detachment. Okay. Right? Okay. That's immediate, right? You you ever heard somebody say, I just feel so numb right now. I can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still trying to process. This is so real, right? All those phrases begin to come out. And, and to some extent, you detach from it because you're not ready to deal with the reality, mm-hmm. right, of what just happened, okay? So numbness and detachment. And then you have anxiety and severe fear. Mm. If, if, we, if we use what's happening on the west side right now, <laughs> South side. <laughs> so, and, and not say that it's it don't crazy. even matter. I hear what you're saying. But yeah. you know, where, right. where a McDonald's where kids right. always go. All day, every day. Right. Give me a 10 piece nugget. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, it doesn't even matter what McDonald's you go to. No, it, it don't. They're, 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 it's just the fact that kids, it's a place right, where children like, are. Wow. Right. Wow. Because it's going to remind them, mm-hmm. right, of what just happened. Severe fear, mm-hmm. right? Anxiety, guilt, right? Including mm-hmm. survivor's guilt, an emotional, an immediate emotional response. And clearly we see that, right? Uh, 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 you know, it, our summers are rough, mm-hmm. right? Our summers are rough. And, 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 and you know, just, just thinking about that, like, <sighs> we already experienced guilt with uh, uh, grief, right? The stages of grief. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the how the person was killed or, or died, let me just say that, or mm-hmm. how the person mm-hmm. died, mm-hmm. that adds intensity of your guilt. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is where, yes, you could be suicidal or homicidal. Mm. Can lead to suicide or homicidal mm-hmm. states of being. Right. Um, anger, sadness, helplessness. I, I just think, you know, at this point, we, we see these immediate reactions over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think what also adds to this is social media and, and um, you know, the news. Right. That we, we, we present it a little differently now. Mm-hmm. We get close ups. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some of them are on the scene right there when it happened. Yeah. And believe it or not, when you see that those those are memories that you have now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So 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 all the videos, the the very detailed descriptions in the um, articles mm-hmm. give us vivid pictures. And do you know that sparks? these same reactions, emotional reactions at the time you read or see it? Absolutely. You know, and, and because it's so thick, it's it's always there, right? Every every and that's why some of us have to pull off social media and turn off the TV, right? Because it's it's repeatedly it's repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by repetitive is there's always an update. There's always it, it's always discussed, right? Mm-hmm. Journalists, every station every radio station, every this, every that, it's always there. Right. It's always, it's so, so it's never like your emotions can settle, settle down. Right. And so that's the immediate emotional reaction. The other uh, is what we call delayed emotional reaction. 
right, mm-hmm. which includes irritability and or hostility, depression, mood swings, instability, right, meaning you, you, you don't have control over, right, when your mood changes, mm-hmm. right, or, or you're emotionally unstable. What does that mean? You could be out in public and you display an emotion, right, that we would consider uh, uh, not appropriate at that time, right? Mm-hmm. So in the grocery store, you're shopping and you just break down. Right. And I mean, break down, break down. Mm-hmm. Not you can still push the card and dry your eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I know some people who, who have to leave where they are and go back to their cars to get themselves together. Felicia says, I only watch the news once a week. You have to be careful with the daily consumption of that stuff. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. The anxiety, mm-hmm. right, flares up to where, you know, we, we, we can calculate. Right. Out of seven days, five to six of those days. Right. You're nervous, worried, excessively worried. Mm-hmm. You can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Sleepless nights, insomnia. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, fear of the trauma recurring. Mm. I dare not say we've been here for a long time. <laughs> and guess what? It keeps reoccurring. Mm-hmm. So how, how, how do you deal with a fear that ultimately is our reality? You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's yeah, a valid yeah. question. Like, okay, it, it, it's your right to have fear. Mm-hmm. Mothers of sons have a right, right, mm-hmm. to, to have fear, mm-hmm. right? Fathers, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what they don't have a right to fear because we are we're, we're chronic at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not historical. I think part of it is is there is this natural fear. So I saw a, um, a post the other day, and it said, um, it was a picture. It, was, it, was, uh, it might be you. Maybe it's the battery or something. Um, just turn it off if you're not yet. Um, it might be, um, whereas it was a, a, a meme or a picture, and it was a father and a son, and they both had the captions over their head. And it says, I pray you come home tonight. And then the son prayed the same prayer. I pray you make it home tonight. Mm. And it was like, you know, wow. Not, I pray you have a good day. Right. Not, you know, I hope you go out and accomplish something great. Right. I just want you to come home. Yeah. And that's, that's unhealthy. Yeah. That's unhealthy when every time, and then that's why you have those who, who will lock themselves or call and lock themselves away or their children away. Yes. trying their best to 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 um, keep them safe. Yes. You know, but even in the instances where, you know, you have kids who are playing in the backyard, don't go in the front, play in the back and still get shot. Yeah. Or you're sitting yeah. in the living room. Yeah. And you still get shot. Yeah. So there there's this natural fear and I know I saw this in the news they were talking about how uh, the left, the left is pushing this fear, uh, and they had, had a black guy on, and you know, he was, you know, brother, he was talking good and all that. He was on Fox News because I watch Fox just because I like to see what the other folks are saying, and and he says uh, 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 black people are not in their cars driving around worried they're not going to make it home because of the police. He said that, and I said, he said they are not. They're not. Is what oh, the black guy said. Okay. And I said, where you live at? Yeah. And I said, yeah. I don't have that fear, 
But when I do, I still see the police, and I could be driving regular, not breaking nobody's laws, and still <laughs> feel some kind of way yeah. when I when they're yeah. behind me. Yeah, yeah. Right, and 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 then don't let the lights come on. And they're not after me, but they go around me. Mm-hmm. You instantly there is there is there is a level of fear real talk. that comes comes about. Am I going to make it out of this? Now yeah. I'm a little different than other people, so I you know if 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 you hear about Dana getting shot, it ain't gonna be just Dana now. But I'm just you know, pray for me. <laughs> pray for me. You- Come uh-huh. on back, right? I'm back. Come, I, come on back. You I, know, just, I got lost for a minute. I, and you know, um, uh, um, I, I think about our, our our young men who are getting their driver's license. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> yes. And 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 I'm not gonna lie. That that thing has been delayed. I think I'm finding every excuse at this point. Uh, I can believe it <laughs> because I'm I, the fear. When you talk about the fear. And it's not just to the police, mm-hmm. right? Because I have more to take in consideration, you know, than law enforcement at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, God, you, I cannot live in mm-hmm. fear. I, I cannot, because ultimately that holds, that holds him back, right, mm-hmm. From, mm-hmm. From, from growing right into adulthood, growing into manhood. It's a part of adulting. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I know I'm not the only one that, that feels that way, but mm-hmm. this, this is a real fear, right? And, 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 and I'm not ex- immune from it, Yeah. right? And, and, and it's a tough one. And, and that's why I say we have to talk about this because it, mm-hmm. there's, our, there's, there's an understanding we need to have about how we're feeling right now. Yeah. yeah. Right? We're fragile mm-hmm. right now. We're very vulnerable right now. You, you you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. some of us are emotionally detaching, right, uh, uh, from any and everything. You you know, so so you you may experience people when you talk about those delay re- delayed reactions where they they're like I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. That that they're actually protecting themselves mm-hmm. from fe- from feeling emotionally overwhelmed. Does that mean it's like turn off switches because some some of our circuits are overloaded right now? Yeah. Right. So you can be fragile or you can just like be, okay, let me just, no, just, just, no, we're not doing that. You know, stay focused and, and, and don't talk to me about that. Right. Um, and, and so they avoid conversation. Right. They don't talk about what's going on. Right. And, and, and that's why a lot of our, our families, right. It, it's like uh, uh, a lot of things are not talked about now. Right. Because it's too overwhelming. You know, so so that's why I say when, when you think about this, there's so much we need to take in consideration now where and we need to include our children. Right. So feeling out of control. Right. A lot of people are in denial. Meaning, no, this is not happening. Right. Which means that that, that they are, you know, not as aware. They're not as engaged. Some people are just tired. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Physically. Right. From fighting. Um, some people are walking around disorientated, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think you, we need to understand what is going on. Number one, emotionally, the, when the, it comes to the impact of trauma, there, there was a time when what we thought were the only people walking around 
dealing with trauma were those who had come back from war. War, yeah. Those who had been in the military and had seen some things. I, I often watch certain programs, and you see. Uh, uh, I heard that this one good lady was telling the story. She was in a counseling session, and she said how she was driving, and and she was a young young lady. I think she wasn't even thirty, and she said she was driving, and she saw a plastic bag in the middle of the road and almost killed everybody in the car trying to avoid the plastic bag mm. because trauma tells her when she was over there, everything was a bomb. I see. I see. So now yeah. take, take, so take the military side out of it right? and bring us back to every mm-hmm. day when you mm-hmm. live in an area, either in the Austin community or the Inglewood community mm-hmm. or Auburn Gresham, wherever mm-hmm. you live, mm-hmm. and there are constant gunshots. So every time you hear something, and if your child is not in the house, Right. You you you, right. you wonder right. right if your loved one is not home or you hit the floor or you hit the you, floor you, you know what I'm saying you everybody get down yeah and and, and and yeah you know or you know I've seen in certain cases we've seen it in movies get in the bathtub <laughs> they put, they put the kids in the bathtub because yeah. that's the safest place but, yeah you're right you know because yeah. it's like you know get, get, yeah. yeah get in the tub or get underneath the bed yeah. you know so it it, it the, the 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 trauma is real it does Very it real. does exist Very it does real. exist. Uh, let's see here. Felicia says Fox makes her angry. Fox make her angry. Uh, how <laughs> do you watch that channel that Tucker Carson? <laughs> if I see him in a dark alley somewhere, Felicia, <laughs> crazy. Uh, she says Lady at Aldi says something sideways regarding George Floyd. I almost ran her down with my shopping cart. <laughs> I, I get it. And, and so Felicia, just so you know, yeah, Tucker Carson. I, I don't watch the the, the actual. Um, I don't watch the opinion people. Oh, okay. I watch the actual news shows. I, if I watch the opinion people, I'd be crazy. Yeah. So I watch their news because their news is even slighted. But yeah. just like the, yeah. the, the news on the left is slighted too. So, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I'll give you a good example and we'll move on. So the young lady who just got shot in Ohio, the 15-year-old. Yes. So um, there was a, uh, 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 um, the, 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 the sheriff, uh, somebody put out a post, not, a, not the sheriff, someone put out a post that said um, a young lady carrying a knife uh, was shot by Ohio uh, police. Our prayers go out to the family. Uh, the when the New York Post printed the same tweet, mm-hmm. it said a young lady was shot by the police. They took out carrying a knife. Oh, uh huh. Right. See, see, because yeah. when we first saw it, when yeah. I first saw the first tag that I was that I saw yeah. uh, uh, on 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 Instagram or either Twitter, it was like. 15-year-old shot by Ohio police. Mm-hmm. And so instantly we get mad because we don't know uh, because now our anxiety level is we're set to be angry because we're set to automatically go, here go the police, they done, they've done it again. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not justifying the shooting. We got to talk about all that. I'm simply saying is when you, when you, you we're, we're, we have triggers now. Absolutely. I was just, just thinking that. Yeah, we're, we're all, we're, yeah. we're a group of triggered Yes. people and now it does Very not fresh. take much yes. to offset those triggers yeah and, and into a rage you know and, yes. I, and I think that that's where we have to step it up right yes. because we, we we have to understand um you know at, at the end of the day whatever I, I haven't dived into the details yet I just need to you know step back for a moment but mm-hmm. from what I read mm-hmm. right that there my heart broke in different ways. Yes. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, the end result, I get the end result. That's 
the most devastating. But but for me, mm-hmm. along that journey, and which is why I had to step back because I am tired mm-hmm. of our young people mm-hmm. fighting to kill. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where you, that you know, I, I, just, I don't know where that rage comes from. Um, what happened to fighting to fight? And and that's where it was And then I, go home. Yeah. I beat you up. Yeah. I didn't kill yeah. you. Yeah. But I whooped you. <laughs> uh, um you know, when we when you talk about trauma though, mm-hmm. because, because trauma includes violence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh the feeling of being um taken advantage of the feeling sometimes you're hurt you mm-hmm. know sometimes you get hurt right injured right in in, in some some of our generations mm-hmm. younger generations mm-hmm. don't know how to manage their emotions appropriately which leads to rage yeah right? when when, the, when they turn it off yeah the act of revenge now i can go all day long about how they the visual of how to get it done from from you know growing up in you know violence mm-hmm. in their homes to, to our uh, reality shows, to our video games, which are very, uh, uh, to me, it's practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? So we have a lot of visuals out there. When we ask that question, how, how can they be so detached and mm-hmm. numb mm-hmm. from taking life or severely harming, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of components that have built them that way. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, if they, they, they lack the impulse that control that they need. Right mm-hmm. to walk away, to to talk it out, mm-hmm. to 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 understand. Right that yeah, if I don't like you, I don't have to be around you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So so this is heavy in the sense of just applied that list that I just said to to these to the teenagers mm-hmm. who who are continuously exposed right to mm-hmm. violence, uh, uh, being robbed right. Uh, some of them, you know, don't have stable homes, mm-hmm. uh, substance use, popping pills, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of other, you know, uh, drug use out there. Th- there is a lot that they're continuously exposed to. Mm-hmm. And this is that's what's going on, on the emotionally. That's the emotional because we ain't even got to the physical, in, you know, in, in the yeah, middle, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. just, we just uh, got to one component here, Yeah. right? Imagine, imagine, right, teenagers walking around numb and detached. Wow. Irritable and hostile. Right? Depressed and anxious. Mm. Carrying a gun because they know walking down the street they're they're automatically a target. Mm. Guilt because, you know, they've done something, right? Or or they just saw a friend or a family member get killed right next to them. We see it on the news, they right there with it. Mm-hmm. So let let's let's please remember that. That that I I've 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 connected with members of society who said I would never forget I would never forget holding his head together while while the ambulance was yeah. on the way yeah yeah right so yeah. so 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 from that aspect you say well well what's going on with you carry that around with you right and, and we don't un- we don't even understand that I don't even think we 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 don't as I think. We, you talked about being numb mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. and then the fact that what you just said about people seeing—we don't know what that does 
to a child. Now, we could say that they've been numbed by all the video games and yes. movies, violence and everything. We can say they've been numbed. So, but I, 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 you just made me think about, I remember one of my high school buddies, his name was er, Earl McWright. I'm assuming Earl is still alive. Uh, but uh, we were standing on, on my mom's block and um, he was like, All right, I'm going to run to the store. And he walked around the corner. We were still standing on my mom's block. We were throwing the football back and forth. And we heard shots. And we all ran to get on the porch. And we heard the shots coming from the direction that he had walked. Right. And we was like, and we called him, we called him Bodie. And we was like, oh, man, we said, Bodie was around there. So we all ran mm-hmm. around the corner. And get around the corner, he's laying in water from where he got shot. So because the water was muddy, the water was dirty because it had rain, so the water was a puddle on the curb. Yeah. So he's yeah. between the curb and the sidewalk. And so, uh, yeah. um, you know, so he's sitting there, and, you know, he's, he's alert and everything. So it's like somebody, we yelling people to call the ambulance. You know, this was pre-cell phone. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking, this is like, this is 80s, 80s, uh, 86, 87. So I'm like 16 or 17 years old. And so I'm holding his hand waiting until the ambulance gets there. And and so as a 16, 17-year-old, I remember the trauma from, like, not being able to sleep because I had never seen anybody right. shot before. Right. Right? right. I, I, I heard shots. Yeah. I knew people that had gotten shot. Yeah. I had been around people that had been shot. Yeah. But I would never physically seen somebody with bullet holes in them. So when we you know, try to get him up out of the water. That's when you could see the blood and the water mixing together. And then the, it turned from a dark brown to a, mm-hmm. a, a different color, you know, whatever color red and brown makes, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it, it's like, wow. You know? And, and so he lived, he didn't die, but it was just like for a 16, you know, I had to go to school, yeah. you know, and, and I went to school the next day cause I acted like nothing was wrong, but I was literally every time I heard a gunshot, I then right. jumped. Right. A firework. I jumped. Yeah. You know, and it took me a while to yes. get past that. But I was 16. Right. Now it's happening with kids 12 and 10. Six. Six. Who, who, who witnessed Six. it. Yes. You know, and, and, and yeah. I don't know, maybe movies have, have, have you know, um, helped in some way because it, it's numbed the pain. I don't know if that helps or not. I don't even know if that's legitimate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, they've seen enough movie shootings that if they see a real one they're not as affected because the movie didn't bother them so i don't know you know it is i leave it to y'all professionals no it it, <laughs> it no it, it doesn't help because not as you just explained it mm-hmm. nothing nothing comes close to what you feel when you're there yeah in 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 the natural right mm-hmm. it's original right state i mean we could watch movies all day long but you know we we could cover our eyes, mm-hmm. right? Or we mm-hmm. can associate. We'll see that that actor or actress again in another. Mm-hmm. True. You, you know what True. I'm saying. You won't so, see that so, person though. Right. Exactly. Right. So 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 we we understand right that that it is you know not real. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and and that person did some great acting, mm-hmm. right? Because we could talk about it the, <laughs> the next day or how good it was, mm-hmm. you know. So. You know, from that aspect, I, I think we, we we have to keep in mind, you know, that I, I want to, you know, uh, into this series really understanding 
the significance and the seriousness of the trauma that's taking place and what, as a community, we need to be more conscious of and aware of. And you do your part, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if if you work around people and, and you see, right, and we understand that things are going on, how much compassion do you have in your heart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? How are you treating people these days? Mm-hmm. Because we, how you treat somebody could greatly impact, right? Mm-hmm. Their their stability at that moment. And I, and I think we're losing that human connection, right? Mm-hmm. To, to 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 know that, okay, I don't know what you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. But I can see that that something's there, and you don't even have to share it with me. But my part is, I'm going to watch how I treat you. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? I, I think that we, we need to care for people right now. And, and for me, it's like if you know someone who's gone through trauma, don't send them trauma. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, be, be mindful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Be, be mindful uh, uh, of how you, you, right, how you are coming across. Be mindful of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, that 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 you aren't uh, uh, overwhelming yourself, mm-hmm. right, with your ex- your exposure to trauma, and and this is, this is so real. You know, I, I think we look at this, and, and we talked about earlier how how you taking care of yourself spiritually, right? This is something we have to take a look at. Is if we know that number one, that first component of, of trauma informed care is looking at emotional reactions, both short and long term. Mm-hmm that that means there's a level of empathy and compassion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That we need to have for each other, right? That's, that's on our day to day. But us, those of us who are professionals, mm-hmm. right? We need to step it up, right? We need to turn it up a notch, right? To be more understanding that if these elements are full and, and full force, right? Irritability, depression, mood swings, a fear, right? Grief stricken, right? Just don't know what to do. Uh, uh, feeling detached, you know, so some of our kids are going to give you one word answers now, right? Or nothing at all. Right. Please understand, right? This, this, it's not easy being, being a young person now, right? It's not easy hearing, you know, classmates or, 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 or people, their peers, right? Mm-hmm. Being killed, harmed, and they're scared them. They, they're scared themselves. We need to be more understanding of this, even as family members and adults. Right. We need to care for each other. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? We, we need to, you know, uh, be more mindful of our environments, our surroundings. I like that Felicia said, uh, um, um, you know, how she she steps back, she pulls back. Right. From mm-hmm. the news. We, we have to make sure that the home is a safer, safer in a safe because some of our spaces are not safe. Yeah. Right. To be for emotional emotional we have healing. To, we have to guard our, uh, our our heads, our brains. We have to yeah. guard them. We have to be more careful. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm a person who probably breaks the rule by sleeping with the TV on because, you know, you sleep with TV on and whatever you hear in your sleep probably gets into your psyche some kind of way. I'm sure it does. But <laughs> especially when you Why go, you just can't get a nightlight? Because that ain't going to... I need the noise. Oh, you need the noise? Yeah, I need the... I need so the, the volume is up? Yeah. So, okay. It ain't turned up like up like we finna watch TV, but it's turned up so that I can hear you it. You get a chatter. Okay. All right. Okay. What you, that's what, 
I need I need complete darkness. Like I yeah. If if see my mind is going to start. I is can't. It? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, my mind will start running like I don't know what. If I'm sitting in the complete dark, yeah, uh-huh. my mind will be like I can be doing something or I should be doing something. Oh. Come on, that girl. Yes. Okay, bring it back. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then you gonna yes it. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda bootleg doctor. <laughs> what in the whole world? Please come on back this way. So Damn. yes, uh, but you know I get that. You know, um, but but that's that's kind of creating that safe space, right? That that, um, and I like that that example because some of our kids, some adults too, right? Mm-hmm. The light, right? And and I say that in because we know that darkness brings also on depression, mm-hmm. right? So so when you talk about insomnia, right, mm-hmm. and sleep issues, mm-hmm. that really what that is. That's mm-hmm. what that is, right? Is that that inability when when there's total darkness, silence, your your brain kicks on, mm-hmm. right, instead of shuts down. Mm-hmm. So so that's that is an important factor there in in creating a safe space at home, right? Mm-hmm. To emotionally repair, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally regroup. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this is just the, the first one, like I said, dealing with, you know, the emotional reactions, knowing that we live in a world where something is always happening that traumatizes us. Mm-hmm. You have to have a safe space to decompress. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I know that that's not easy and not everybody has that. That's my call on the community. Mm -hmm. Right. Be creative with with what you offer the community to decompress. So. Right. What? You know, even to the schools, I like that you are, you know, your school has, I forgot what you called it, but that chair, that chair comes to my mind. But I know a lot of schools have um, the recovery space, uh, recovery space. Right. And some of them have um, what they call those rooms. Um, let's just say stress, mm-hmm. you know, cool down, mm-hmm. right? Not a timeout, but yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, you know where they mm-hmm. set up with you know the waterfalls, and you know some have rocking chairs, bonsai trees. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> so, so I feel like we that we need more of that work, right? Because when you say we live in trauma, that means that some things are out of our control. Let me ask you, know, you this though. So one of the hindrances, one of the first hindrances, and maybe you can speak to this um, from a, just from your standpoint. And, and one of the hindrances is we ain't got no money for that. We don't have no money for that counseling. We don't have no money for, for so in the community, because you said you, you used the term, I heard you say you and the people in your field need to step up. Yes. And and I'm assuming be more visible and be more accessible mm-hmm. in in these communities where these uh, where the where these people are suffering from this chronic trauma. Yes. But is that something that is plausible, doable, um, in areas where you know the the funding might not be there? Now the funding is now they can make room for it. You know yeah. the communities have money. Yeah. You know certain communities certain um, um, people in the community, there, there's money set aside for community things mm-hmm. that could fall under that. But the question is, how do you all come together 
you know, because, I mean, it's your profession, so you can't do it completely free. So how do you all come together and, and, and come to some some sort of whatever that you can, you know, say, hey, we're, we're how do you say we're here and um, we're available, I guess is my question. I, I'm going to say this. Okay. Um, I, I desire okay. to have my own building. Mm. Right now I rent. From a, right. <laughs> Got it. A, a suite. Mm-hmm. That does not give me the capacity that I need mm-hmm. to do exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this: um, I have stepped out on faith mm-hmm. as it relates to my practice. Okay. Um, there, there is a story behind mm-hmm. why I had to open my practice okay. abruptly, but I believed God in. He has sustained me mm-hmm. um, beyond my, my expectation and continues to open doors. Mm-hmm. So, so when you talk about funding, mm-hmm. finances, mm-hmm. And that's the first thing in our communities we, we, we tend to go to. That's our first excuse? Yeah. Okay. Um, when we feel like we need to be paid for everything mm. we do. And I'm trying to watch I know. How, how I say this. Uh, um, because we, we want to be compensated for everything. Mm. And we feel like everything is a, a la carte. Mm. Wow. So, so I've not survived. And yes, I, I want to grow. Right. Like I said, that's my desire in the next couple of years is to have my own building. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done more ministry work than I have. Let me say it's equivalent, right, because I still need to pay the bills. But <laughs> the, the time that I found for ministry, I mean, I do a lot of volunteer services, mm-hmm. right, But I, I because I understand if, if you say you want to serve an underserved population mm. that does not have adequate health care. Right, access, resources. Right. I, I, mm-hmm. it, it is baffling to me. You, you know, I'm going to control this button that I'm trying not to ignite here. How in the world mm-hmm. do, do you wait for funding when we already established that it ain't got it? That is not there in the, the community. The yeah. people are still there. Yeah, the hurt is still there. You, you the trauma is still so, there. So we have many people waiting mm-hmm. on the premise of there's no funding, or I'm not going to do it for free, or you know I got to be paid if I'm going to do all this. Blah blah blah. This here, you know, as they say, Charlie Brown talking after some point, mm. you know, um, because that's where we are, right? Mm-hmm. That that that's just. The, the scapegoat to me is is the money, mm-hmm. right? We don't have it, and you know, until the government, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always the government. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. We if we wanted to do it, we could do it, mm-hmm. right? And, and like I said, it, it, if you say I want to work in underserved community, I don't understand how you pro- approach it as if you work in Beverly Hills. Mm. Right. I just just don't understand that particular concept. You know, Um, I just I don't get that. That's where I get stuck at. Right. When you say 
Um, yeah, we know that there's not equal funding in our schools. Right. What does that have to do with you volunteering some services? I don't know. Um, because if you are a, let's say you are a medical doctor, mm-hmm. and you are a, let's say you are a surgeon, and and you know surgeons go through basic medical school first, right? They mm-hmm. you know know how to take a temperature, you know how to take a blood pressure, you know how to check for this, that, and you know all that good stuff. Um, if somebody is wounded. Do you, as a person, a doctor, when somebody says, is there a doctor in the room, you know, do you yell, do they have insurance before you try to save them? Or do you do what you've been trained to do, what you've been gifted to do, and help them because there's an immediate trauma? Mm -hmm. There's an open wound that needs some stitching, that needs some some, some taking care of. And so so to go back to what you said, for all of these counselors and and doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists who who know that these traumas exist now we can't pick completely on them because our people don't genuinely like counseling and so, yeah so. <laughs> and, and, and to, you know what and, and i want to say this there are large organizations yes. who are knocking on our doors but they need volunteers right they need they need to you know when you talk about funding right yes. there there's a component of most funds are used to um for the for the structure of right not mm-hmm. necessarily payroll mm-hmm. right and so so i feel like if, if you were to come to me and say well hey you know this well thriving um community has these this, 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 and this, and it's because they have all this money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that's always the case. Like I, I, I have, you know, I work with right mm-hmm. communities, various communities in, in engagement, and there's a lot of volunteering, believe it or not, that's happening, mm-hmm. right? Especially in churches, right? Especially in the mega churches, mm-hmm. right? They have retired professionals. Yeah. Right working their ministries and providing these community-based, you know, services. And, and I, we're, I see a lot more faith-based, um, you know, community uh, uh, entities, mm-hmm. right, evolving out of this. But it's so hard because we're not quite there yet at, in the concept of volunteering. Mm. Right. How, how, does, how does it look in our communities when all we talk about is money? But yet you say, we need help. We need to help each other. Or right? when the doctors who do show up don't look like us, but there's plenty of you all that are out there that look like you, that don't volunteer, and the ones that do don't look like us, so there's an automatic trust issue. Trust in, in, in not, they won't be able to understand what you're going through. Right. And, 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 I, and not, trust me, I get it on both sides. I'm right? sure. they, they, they're available. They're ready. They're mm-hmm. willing. Yeah. Right. They're here. They're mm-hmm. like, well, teach me or I've studied you. Whatever right. way, you know, <laughs> prepared them. So I hear that all the time, right, from, from clients looking for specific, you know, uh, elements in the counselor. So I get it and I totally understand it. We as a culture, we have to tighten up on our volunteer efforts mm-hmm. right when we uh, i forgot that website where you can go and look for volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. most of them are not in our community 
that need when you say the call for volunteers, mm-hmm. right? And, and there these type of services or these type of grassroots efforts, I volunteer, you know, our rates are low. Like yeah, yeah. they're just low. And, and you know, it's like what what will it take? Like, um, getting rich, right? <laughs> That can be the, I, that's a whole other issue. But I just feel like it, with us helping each other, we're more of trying to get wealth, as they say, mm-hmm. off of our pain and sorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 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 it's so competitive out here in our, our community, in our our professions among each other. There's a lot of competition, mm-hmm. right? We're 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 competing for the same quote unquote clients, mm-hmm. right? We're and, and it's all about money, right? You know, how how many of us we 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 do these conferences mm. and, and we go we go to a shelter and go get a group of people, mm-hmm. right? No, no, nobody. I've I've not heard about or or anybody created a conference, right? That was for an underserved population that absolutely could not afford to buy a ticket to attend. Wow. Wow. Right. So so we reach for if you can pay, then you're for us. I mean, literally what you were discussing today. I just just imagine you and then four more people like you, um, maybe in different. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, but but, you know, four more people, four more qualified people to join you. And what's to stop you from sitting on a stage uh, in a building, a church or wherever, and saying, you know, we're going to have a discussion? Because uh, that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. We're going to have this same discussion, but now it's you and four more people like you. And, and now we're going to talk about the traumatic, the, the chronic trauma in our neighborhoods. And you're welcome to come. Anybody who can, mm-hmm. can come. And then these people come and they sit. And then, you know, if we're there and we're hosting this thing and now we can walk around with a microphone mm-hmm. and those people can then address you all with questions, yes. you know, kind of like the, uh, but a larger scale than what we did with the preachers and suicide that me, that you yes. and I met at. Yes. Yeah. Um, 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 the, 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 but if you do that thing on that level and, and now people feel more comfortable because now they can see you and now somebody sitting in the audience can say, uh, well, she might not be that bad. Let me get her number. Right. Right. Or he might not right. be that bad. Let me get his number because I need to call you for some individual stuff because the people in my family have been through, you know, I, I didn't want to ask a question because I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my family is going through exactly what y'all talked about. Well, I need you to talk to my kid. Yep. Can I bring my kid yep. to counseling? Can we come as a family unit? Can we, you know, and, and, and that, that's how you infiltrate the, infiltrate the, the, the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Pre, pre COVID. Yeah. I, I spent, especially when I initially opened uh, my private practice before I was, you know, with an agency, um, we just needed we just needed a space yeah. to host. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you would have thought 
we were asking to host a concert, mm-hmm. bring in, you know, the Pope. For the you amount know, of money they were charging for spaces. Money and just the, you know, mm-hmm. what's your crowd and this this is how much it's going to be. And, you know, you got to pay for this. And, and believe me, I believe in, uh, you know, fees. Right. right. I, I, but when we say this is for a different cause, like everybody yeah. wants to be paid uh when we're we're talking about this is for an underserved mm-hmm. right community, we're not making a profit, right? So if my event is free, mm-hmm. you know, and it's for you know a purpose of a com- that's why we're connecting with community based you know agencies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how then you do you treat us as a money bag, like a dollar sign? Yeah, like and I've talked to people where you know. Uh, um, once I got into the logistics of what, what we wanted to do and they, they heard no profit for them, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, no, we're not going to be able to do it. Like, flat out, I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm. You know, and that to me, that was very discouraging because I'm like, well, hold on, right? Aren't you the ones, the same ones that say your doors are open to any and everybody, right? But, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you need a check first or, or, or in order to work in collaboration, you, you need a grant, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you need to, to, you need a salary, right? Off mm-hmm. of this. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of what this, this, how hard it is when you say how to get it started. Um, which is if you don't have your own facility, mm-hmm. right? You don't really have, there's no open door, you know, mm. is that Lanasia? Hey, Lanasia Tyson. How are you? Um, yeah, so that that's that's kind of where I am, right? And hoping that, as, as especially we we are in we're in April, almost at the end of April. Yeah, and, and we we are in the desperate state, mm-hmm. right, of healing, even in the midst of right ongoing trauma. Mm-hmm. And, and my call out there is to have more grassroots efforts, right, in in our individual accountability efforts to take care of those around us emotionally. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, don't add to the stress, you know, don't, don't, don't keep con- exposing people. Right. And those of you who, who, who own facilities, mm-hmm. right. Open your doors. Yeah. That, that That's really what this is. We need you to open your doors. Mm-hmm. Right. So that we we can host this, we're not making money. We're not trying to you know monetize off the pain of the community, you know. So 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 that's my call, right? Is that as we get back open, right? As we begin to to transition back open, mm-hmm. right? I, I would like to think you open your your heart and your and your doors, right? So we can we can ask the community to come in and talk about and heal, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, speak what's on their mind, right? Our kids need to feel safe, right? All right. So so that's what what's tonight, right? This series kicked off with talking about um the emotional reactions, right? Immediate and delayed emotional reactions to trauma. Next week, you know, we're gonna get into immediate and delayed physical reactions. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're just gonna keep 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 going at this until somebody right here's the message mm-hmm. of how 
uh, uh, how we are in a desperate state to come together and create, right, create a safety net for what's going on in our communities. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Love these comments uh, that, that we had. I don't think I saw everything, but I saw most of it here. <laughs> uh, but we tune in next week. And if you have any, if you have any questions, right, or, mm-hmm. or even ideas, mm-hmm. you know, as we, we jump into the summer, like I love working with the community, right? Um, and, and, and even if it's, if it's helping just four to five families, guess what? That's a start. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's a start. So I I just understand we need we need space and we need volunteers, we need willing participants, right, to start this healing process. All right, great people. Until next week, um, keep praying. Pray for the kids. Pray for the families. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your neighbor that you don't speak to. Right? Pray for those family members you didn't cut off. Right? Get rid of the grudges, hostility, all of that good stuff. Because it's time to go. All right, y'all. We out.
Again and again, this is my final warning to you. I can't take you no more. I don't want it no more. Come on, boy, stay away from my door.
brother. Say what? Hello? <laughs> what was that? I said, my brother. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. Like, saying something. Uh-huh. What's going on? Oh, uh, a whole lot. Let me walk on over here to the computer. Okay. So is Tanya with you? She, we are, we are, we are in the studio. We still sitting here. Who is that lady that was? Talking? Oh wait, hold on one second. Say something now. Hold on. Is your mic on? Is it green? Uh oh, that's the wrong one. My bad. Say something now. Something now. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> Sorry, we talked. So that lady was doing the show at using y'all studio. She does her. She has her own show every Thursday. Healthy Soul Talk. That's her show. Oh, you were just visiting her today? No, we produce her show. Oh, so you always own it? Uh, yeah, I'm her. She asked me to be on it. I'm I'm the what is it? Spiritual, spiritual connect. Point. Spiritual connect point. <laughs> that's oh. my, that's my job on her show. But we we've been we've been producing her show for about a year now. Yeah. Yes. About a year. All right. Well, see, I never I never got the notification. Oh. For this particular show. Okay, yeah. I only get notified when you're on the air on oh. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah, yeah. So no, but she, so, yeah, we've been doing hers for a while. It was, it was three, it was two other shows at one point. It was because we had a, we had a show that was business and marketing called Grindology, but they on hiatus right now because she's doing a, so uh, only, she's building something else before for a little while. So, but yeah, no, she does it every week, every every Thursday five thirty. It used to be Tuesdays at five thirty, but now it's Thursdays at five thirty. Okay, that what made me tune in today was. Latanya's saying that y'all will be available after the show, and I was like, "Wait, what's so?" So I said, "Let me see what they're talking about." It's just a Thursday, and that's when you know that's why I got on. Yeah. So okay. what's, what's going on? So I wanted to, I wanted, to, well, I wanted us to touch bases because I know y'all been working. So Nina, I'm gonna call her Nina because that's what her name says, N I N A, but um, Nina, whatever she um. Emails said 3.30 to 5 o'clock. We had time to talk, go through the contract, and uh, walk through the walkthrough. Okay. So I wanted to get your thoughts based on your text today. You said so, that you want to make, you know, one of yeah. four. I, I, my, my, okay, so I know we talked briefly last night. Um, wasn't briefly, but you know what I mean. I know we talked last night, and mm-hmm. we, we, we discussed the, the other options outside of that place if we weren't great about the the, the $5,000 price. So mm-hmm. I know we are still looking on our end for some stuff. Uh, my, I, I want to go in there with the thought, because we want we need to be on United when we get in there. I want to go in there with the thought of that we really don't want to pay this $5,000. I'm totally in agreement with you. I think it should be thirty five. So so let so my so part of my discussion will first be um to find out where they got that number from because she didn't tell you because you and I are pretending that we don't know about the person that they charged ten grand right we 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 don't right. know that information, so we want to know for us all we know is it costs five thousand dollars right okay, so that's well, what, that's what, so that's what we're going with right twenty five right and Technically, if we can't even use half of it, which was a thousand, it mm. should be two thousand. That's why exactly. we counter offer exactly. two thousand. So my question is, we're using, we're we're only allowed to 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 um, use 
600 of your seats out of the 20. And here's a question I'm kind of scared to ask them. Does 600 include the band, the vendors, and all of them? Or is that just the number of seats? Because that makes a difference, too. I think it's just the number of seats. Now, it better be. That's what we don't assume. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we even ask that? Now, she might say, well, that doesn't just, now they might, they're, they're, so we have to be prepared for their counter. So we're going in with the thought process of, you know, this is a 20, this is a 2,000, 2,300 seat, 2,350, right? 2,350, is that what they told us? So you, this is a, this is a, a, a theater that holds 2,350 people that because of the constraints of COVID and everything else, uh, you have had to adjust the, the amount of seating. We recognize that. We recognize that. We're trying to understand, is that the price we would pay? Because that's going to be my first question. Is, what, is that the same price we would pay if there was no pandemic? $5,000. Right. And then, right. Exactly. Right. And then from that point, because we feel like because we're not even using half of the capacity of the seating and any monies that we would make is going to come from the seating because, see, they don't know. They know we can use. We did ask them, could we have vendors? They said yes. Um, um, But I don't know. And and, and the contract, does it say anything about vendors? It does not. Okay. Okay. So, so they don't know what monies we're making. So, or sponsors. So as far as what we're able to do with, with, with the seats alone, if we're only allotted 600 seats and you guys are charging us $5,000 before we've made a dime. And it's not about really, and we want to, we want to encompass, it's not about us making money. We're trying to do something to, to promote uh, father's day. We're trying to promote, at the same time, we're going, to, we're going to promote the Country Club Hills Theater as a, as a venue that's welcoming, and then we mm-hmm. all, you know, and then we're promoting Juneteenth. This is a, you know, this is a a little, it's a it's a well known growing momentum. It's a well known date, but it is growing in momentum. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's growing in momentum. So, you know, where 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 is this five thousand dollar number coming from for six hundred seats? Because if that's half of, and again, we can't use that term because we don't know about the 10, but we're saying, are you literally charging us, you know, X amount of dollars per seat, you know, or $5,000. We understand that the 5,000 is also covering the, uh, cause the 5,000 is cause is there, there's no breakdown on that contract. Correct. Is there a breakdown of the fees? It was a, yeah, it was a break. It was a breakdown. Like the officer, uh, something else. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Not a complete, not like itemized, but right. I say. I sent a TTLO email, right? Oh, I got it up. I, I know. I'm trying to look at it myself, though. Uh, yeah. Um, it says, because I don't understand this, this, uh, this. Ah, damn it. I hit the wrong button. I'm trying to hit the, the, um, email button. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm trying to hit the wrong button, but go ahead. So, I'm, I want to ask some capacity, because this is well over 2,200, uh, 350. This says, 
Oh. Oh, I see what it is. Main floor is 610 feet. Sections 201 through 205 is 1,260 feet. Section 301 to 302, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got that number wrong. 186. So the theater total capacity is 2,056. Where is the... Okay. <sighs> One second. Which email is that? I'm so confused right now. Do you need me to just send it to you again? Yeah, could you, could you please just send it to me? Um, Not a problem. Because all these emails are tied together now. That's the one thing about Gmail that is kind of frustrating. It's like when you go to look at the email, they all... Okay, no, that's the mission statement. And it's a TTLO, right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. 